I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Well, we're here, we're in the bunker, baby. It finally happened, Tilly, you predicted it and now it has happened. Bet you never thought you'd hear from me again. (laughs) How are you managing with the end of the world? Pretty good. How are you managing? Pretty good. I think our general feeling is that we should um, do the show Mm -hmm. as if this isn't really happening because I think you're all probably sick of hearing about it and my main coping strategy has been to completely disassociate from reality which is something that I've been doing for 27 years anyway you're so well practiced so I'm I'm ready I'm I'm doomsday prepped but in my own mind rather than actually having anything useful like tins or whatever the worst thing has happened well there's nothing left to worry about now so with that in mind we also didn't think we couldn't think of anybody that was in any way relevant so we've gone back in time yeah to do the the big man, the original fuckboy, Henry VIII. <laughs> oh, we should say, if you knew, this is bitching and every week we talk about someone. No, a different person. We always say we talk about a different person. Why have you changed the script? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's so much happening. <laughs> My way of coping is to keep things fresh. <laughs> do you know, Tilly, we had a date night the other night where we attempted to rewatch Cats via... Guys. dreadful idea yeah um one of the worst ideas we've had <laughs> other than starting this podcast and what did i do on the skype do you remember i popped that prosec helen was popping upwards of eight small bottles of prosecco <laughs> i have so much prosecco that i bought for everyone on the show i was doing that got cancelled and it got cancelled <laughs> so suddenly that i didn't have time to give them to everybody so now they're all mine <laughs> i have about 80 bottles are you just having one every night, just popping that Prosec? Really, really ashamedly, okay. I have drunk them all. <gasps> I finished. Oh my god! How many days are we in? Oh, I, I don't ask me that. I'm literally... You're right, I'm sorry, this is escapism. It already feels like week eight. <laughs> oh, I'm so... I so would love to feel another human's touch upon my buttocks. I was about to reach my hand through the screen, but now I'm not so sure. Do it anyway, coward. There you go. Giving you a little fiddle. Thanks. I appreciate that. That's what friends are for. All right. Shall we go back to Tudor times? Yeah, let's drop that loop. Cue music. Okay, here's the Wikipedia page. You ready? Born ready. Henry V I I I. 
Henry V. Ay, 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 ay. 28th of June, 1491 to the 28th of January, 1547. So he died when he was 55. Cause of death, coronavirus. <laughs> was the King of England from 1509 until his death. Henry is best known for his six marriages, in particular his efforts to have his first marriage to Catherine of Aragon annulled. His disagreement with Pope Clement VII on the question of such an annulment led Henry to initiate the English Reformation, separating the Church of England from papal authority. He appointed himself the supreme head of the Church of England and dissolved convents and monasteries, for which he was exominated. Yeah, that's it, mate. I practised that word before we started. Excommunicated. Excommunicated. I might know it, but when it comes to me in the moment and it's felt like that, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm going to say what I see. And we love it and we thank you. Um, A decision which doesn't make any sense. And yet, in my current situation, I can completely understand how someone could be horny enough to destroy the entire country. <laughs> Do you know, I'm having so much sympathy and understanding for people in, in history during this time. I know. Because everything's sort of gone back. I feel like I'm in a Jane Austen all the time and I just think, oh my God, no wonder all they talked about was boning Mr. Bingley or whatever he was called. Because, <laughs> I mean, they didn't have indoor plumbing, so... <laughs> like, what did they have? They had chess? Boring. Sorry, it's boring. Playing the old harpsichord. Yeah, they could get drunk. They could going on walks around the English moors. Going on walks. And boning. And that was it. Maybe um, peeling the parsnips. <laughs> Peel the parsnips. <laughs> Peel that pass. <laughs> Basically everything that I'm doing in my flat right now, other than playing video games and I can't bone anyone. Because I don't want to infect anyone. Yeah. Not tempted by Skype sauciness. I've thought about it, but I'm too old now. I'm not mm-hmm. as I'm not as um, much of a risk taker as I was. I've downloaded TikTok. Have you? Fucking nonce. <laughs> <laughs> this next episode's going to be me. <laughs> I've been found out. I am worried about... This is why I've locked all my twitter and all my accounts i'm worried about going insane and tweeting something that gets me cancelled so yeah cancelled from sitting in your flat there do you know what i mean <laughs> life's over anyway get over it but do you not find that people are kind of fair game now because none of us have the threat of not being employed mm-hmm. like we're all a bit free-spirited because we were talking the other day about the ellen degeneres twitter f- feed which is lots of people saying ellen degeneres is bad and I do think that's because people have lost sense of the fact that they might be employed in the future or might bump into her in the future because everyone's in their homes. Well, like, think about how much you and I have done to, like, be seen as, like, employable and, like, easy to work with or whatever it is. And it's like, who would win the entirety of human civilization or one virusy boy? And it's the virusy boy... <laughs> Like it's that virusy boy. It's just it's just that there there was no security to begin with. So maybe people will start by people I mean me. Maybe I'll start living a more I don't know 
integrity filled life. We did start a podcast where we slag a new person off each week. To- <laughs> <laughs> and we thought that that was a good idea for our, for our careers. careers at the time. Still not getting that call from Andrew Lloyd Webber. Have you seen he's like on on Twitter like singing and playing piano? No. God, we wish he would stop. <laughs> <laughs> Is it good? No. It's just like in his mansion, super old next to his behind his piano. And it's like, come on, you could bail out the entire theatre industry if you wanted to right now. You really could. Do it. Do it, mate. So, Henry VIII. Yes. Do we like him? (laughs) It's a yes or no episode this week. Yeah, because we haven't got the brain space for any kind of shades of grey or nuance. Not that we ever do anyway. No, it's a no from me. I get it. I get it more now. What was going on? He's, um... Listen, he's clearly got some mental health issues. He needs some help. I think he had a great time. Do you? At the beginning. Mm. At the beginning, he was like, yeah. Because his dad was known for being really boring, and then everyone was like, ooh, who's this new kid in town? He's fun, because <laughs> he likes jousting and feasting, and <laughs> he's, you know, a bit of a one with the ladies. Huge mood, yeah. I, I think I would fancy he was, Henry he VIII. Hot. Yeah. Oh, here we go, another crossover one. So that brings the list of men we both fancy to two. That's Frankie Boyle and Henry VIII. So I'm sure Frankie will be overjoyed to hear about this comparison. <laughs> they do look kind of similar. I think it's sadistic ginger men. I think that's where we overlap. <laughs> They're both ginger and bearded. That's my original type. It's not my only type anymore, but that's where I, that's where my sexuality started with sadistic ginger men. Don't know why. Do you remember the origin of that? Nope. Woody the Woodpecker. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Basil Brush. Maybe I got maybe I got an orange chucked at me in the street and I enjoyed it. I don't know. Yeah, but he was he was very handsome in his in his youth. Yeah, Woodban. Didn't see it as a ten year old learning about the Tudors, but now. Woodban. Yeah, because we all remember him for his final image, don't we? The sort of gouty, massive. <laughs> man what i'm gonna look like in three months yeah (laughs) when we all come out of quarantine we've all got scurvy (laughs) i love how i was like we're not gonna talk about the quarantine it's all about just connecting with ourselves and just escapism and like every five seconds i'm like death (laughs) (laughs) yeah but that's very on brand i hate me too guys oh my god i thought you meant the campaign like whoa you've become a misogynist in your in your isolation (laughs) you heard it here first so did you take the opportunity to watch um horrible histories henry the eighth song no because i'm not a nerd uh what (laughs) yes you are no i've i didn't really um i've never really been into horrible histories really yeah really oh it's great not really into history i'm not really into learning from my mistakes (laughs) You and Henry VIII have quite a lot in common then. We do. Um, So I am a bit anxious because I do have some history buff friends who would be able to tell me a lot of stuff about the Tudors. But you haven't been in contact with them? Well, no. Everyone's been quite busy, haven't they? They've been hard to reach. So I'm nervous. I just hope they don't listen. Um, But we all know, divorced, beheaded, died, divorced, beheaded, survived. Um, apparently he wore yellow when he found out that his first wife was dead. Because he was so happy. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine of Aragon remained faithful to her former spouse 
in part to secure the interests of their daughter, the future Mary I. In a final letter to the now remarried Henry, is this boring? The dying Catherine wrote, Lastly, I make this vow that mine eyes desire you above all things. Farewell. And then when she died, Henry and his new queen, Anne Boleyn, appeared publicly in all yellow attire. Ouch. Because <laughs> they were just so pleased she was out of their lives. Oh, my God. Some people, some historians now think that yellow might, may have been a colour of mourning in the Spanish court of Catherine's birth, but it still seems likely that the royal couple were relieved at Catherine's death and enjoyed the colours' more cheerful overtones. This is according to history.com. <laughs> Is that where you just you just type that into the address bar? <laughs> yeah, it's like history. History.com. <laughs> so did Mary then, because he, he eventually got his male heir, which is what he was gunning for through mm. all these women, got his male heir, and then Jane Seymour, who gave him his heir, died. I'm actually just Googling Henry VIII's family tree while you're talking. Yeah, this is where we really, I don't know why we've chosen someone that you have to know things. Mm. Yeah, you're right. So is so Edward. Oh, he was happy about Edward. Yeah, Jane Seymour. Yet, yeah. although it looks like, according to this tree, Jane Seymour had Edward with Anne Boleyn. Might not be the most accurate website out there. And but he then died yeah. when he was fifteen. Edward. Yeah, as a child. Yeah. This was after Henry had died. Like everyone just died back then. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like quite common. If you got pregnant, even if you were rich, you'd probably be dead. Yeah. Yeah. Is this why I'm so afraid of having kids? Is it like a some kind of hang-up from the past? Because you're a direct descendant of... <laughs> yeah. Do you think that maybe you are related in some way to Edward the Sixth? Because I'm physically weak. You just look quite a lot like him. Have you seen him? I look like Henry VIII's child. Yeah, Edward the Sixth. You really do? I was not prepared for this read and I have no comeback. <laughs> I've got nothing. I'm just going to take it. Wow. Have you Googled him? I'll Google him now. Hang on. He's hot. He's cute, isn't he? It's like a little ginger worm. (laughs) It's you. It's you. He looks like... I'm sorry. I am fucking sorry. You fucking bitch. Are you offended? He literally... He literally looks like the kid from the Babadook. <laughs> hey, look, everyone set fair game in quarantine. Also, did you just call a 15-year-old fit? No, I know. I was hoping that you wouldn't realise that I'd forgotten he was a child. And you've downloaded TikTok. It's game over for you, Helen. Cancelled. <laughs> COVID-19 takes another victim. He's just a very cute little face, isn't he? His little face. We are definitely as pale as each other. Yeah, I think that's mostly what I mean. That I agree with. But this one of him as a baby is fucking hilarious. Have you seen that one? One of him as a baby, yeah. Look, look I'll, do, I'll do an impression for you. He's like this. Yeah. <laughs> is that similar? Yeah, look how I look. You look like him. <laughs> he kind of is like he's, he's, I don't know, he's seeing something that other people aren't seeing, you know? That's one way of putting it. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips and adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. He wrote the beloved popular song, but not the one you think. This is according to history.com. Shortly after his coronation, he wrote the words and the music for the very popular song, Pastime with Good Company. Oh yeah, that's a banger. Pastime with Good Company slaps. He wrote many other songs, though not, as sometimes suggested, the English folk song Greensleeves, whose lyrics are in an Italian poetic form that only reached England after Henry's death. Do you want me to read the lyrics? Yes, please. Okay. Pastime with Good Company, I love and shall unto I die. Grudge who list, but none deny. So God be pleased, thus live will I. For my past dance, hunt, song and dance, my heart is set. All goodly sport for my comfort, who shall me let? Youth must have some dalliance, of good or ill, some pastance. No idea what pastance means, by the way, I'm, I'm trying my best. Company methinks then best, all sorts and fancies to digest. For idleness is chief mistress, advice is all. Then who can say but mirth and play is best of all? Company with honesty is virtue vices to flee. Company is good and ill, but every man hath his free will. The best ensue, the worst eschew, my mind shall be. Virtue to use, vice to refuse, shall I use me? Is this song? Oh, that's the end, good. I got bored. <laughs> you can't indulge me. A poem reading for it. two minutes. Me, an actor, <laughs> trapped inside. Trapped. Unable to perform. The only thing I can do is lip sync in the shower or behind my mask. You can't fucking listen to me recite a bad poem that Henry VIII wrote. Look, it wasn't you. It was the poem. <laughs> it, was, it was the poem. I didn't know what any of the words were. I tell you what, I thought there were going to be divorces, but I didn't think our friendship would end over Zoom. 
You have a go. It's not so easy. <laughs> oh, dear. Do you want to know something else? Yes, always. Henry VIII, he was the first English king not to be called Your Majesty. Oh, no, sorry. To be called Your Majesty. I added the word not in there. Before Henry VIII, English kings were addressed as Your Grace or Your Highness. After the Holy Roman Emperor Charles V began being called Majesty in 1519, Henry VIII, not to be outdone, adopted the term for himself. Right, so he changed his, um, what what got him going. He preferred your majesty. But now we still have that. So he did create quite a lot of stuff that we've carried on, like being the head of the of the English Church of England, or whatever it's called. And What would, your, what would you make everyone call you if you were oh, the king? Oh, that's a great question. If you were the king. Um, if I was the king, I'd make everyone call me something like squirrel. Your squirrel? That's not very fearsome. I'm not talking about what pet name you'd like Matt to call you. I'm talking about... <laughs> no, but it'd be kind of cute if, like, the world... You know, I'm the most powerful king. Yeah. And the world calls me... Squirrel. squirrel. What would you be? Your radiance. <laughs> that is so... What I'm going to call you from now on, your radiance. Good. Good, I love Sounds it. Like something you wash yourself with in the shower. <laughs> You're Radox. <laughs> I'll be Radox and you can be Radox. <laughs> You're Radox. You're Radox. <laughs> Wait, uh, I'm coming up with an advertising campaign for Radox. We're going to make millions after this is over. Going to go into advertising after this and um, just make loads of money. Do you want to play a guessing game? Always. How many executions do you think Henry VIII had ordered during his reign? Of, like, everyone, not just his wives. Correct. Um, 90? Whoa, I love this because normally you guess too high. And, matey, you have guessed so low. Have I? It is 72,000. 72,000? <laughs> do you know what? I was starting to like the bloke, but actually... He can fuck off. Yeah, it's a lot of people, isn't it? That's excessive. Yeah. That is excessive. He became really paranoid, didn't he, towards the end of his reign. Started thinking everyone was out to get him, which they were because he was probably really annoying. He was by far the bloodiest (laughs) ruler, ruler, ordering... (laughs) I'm going to call you Tudy. His most famous victims included his former top advisor, Sir Thomas More, as well as two of Henry's six queens, Anne Boleyn and Catherine Howard, as we know. But what was he killing everyone else for? Just something to do, I guess. As discussed, they didn't have Netflix. (laughs) Also, he was kind of around the time that the Parliament started becoming a thing. So during the reign of the Tudor monarchs, the modern structure of the English Parliament began to be created. Uh, by the time Henry Tudor, Henry VIII, came to the throne, the monarch was not a member of either the upper chamber or the lower chamber. He had to go make his or her feelings known to Parliament through his or her supporters in both houses. So he couldn't just like do what he wanted. Oh, really? Anymore. Then how did he kill seventy-two thousand people? Because it didn't matter, did it? Human life didn't have. Not that it has that much worth right now, but um. Back then, especially, it was like, you just do whatever you want. You want to kill people, that's fine. He's essentially a serial killer. Yeah, I mean, that's mad, isn't it? That's a lot of... That's 72,000 deaths that he's personally responsible for. 
Imagine living with that. I can't even live with, like, if I kill a fly in a fit of passion. Yeah, that's your evening ruined, isn't it? Yeah. I was listening to this podcast on um, whether or not Veganuary had been worth it, because I did, as you know, Veganuary, and now mm. I've carried on. And it said um, a year's worth of being vegan is one flight. So if you take a flight, you've you've ruined it. Wow. So no more flying for me. Um, but it also said the thing is, with all food comes death, and that's just something we have to accept. And honestly, I, I I mean, I really like eating, but my goodness me, I really considered having my lunch after I listened to that podcast. With all food comes death. Because even if you if you got your carrots and your crops, yeah, the the pests that feed on them have not got anything to eat. So do you know what I've actually been doing in quarantine? There's this um, I don't know if it's a mosquito. There's something in my room that I've been letting bite me because I was thinking, oh, all the insects must be really struggling with um, not that many humans being out and about. So it's got to eat its dinner. So I've been letting it eat its dinner off my skin. Cool. Night, mate. Have a great <laughs> time. Lovely chatting to you. Bye. 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 See you. Oh, my God, she's See actually you leaving. She's going. Bye. Bye. No, come back. I have so many more interesting facts about Henry VIII. <sighs> Why are you looking at me like that? With that little face? With your little... <laughs> with my little Edward with the sixth face. face. <laughs> I can't believe you're willingly letting an insect bite you because you feel bad. No, that makes me sound much more of a martyr than I am. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I let the insects bite me. It makes me sound like what an absolute. <laughs> oh, I only have the fruit that's dropped <laughs> off the tree. <laughs> I wish I was that noble. It's more that I can't be bothered to open my window. I think it's quite cool though that insects. I know. I know mosquitoes kill people. That's bad. But like other insects, they. The way they eat their dinner is that they have a bit of your blood and then that's it and you get a bit of an itchy mark. Oh, a bit annoying. But, like, we, like, hang up cows and cut the necks. Yeah, no, we're bad. That's bad. It'd be cool if we just went and bit their bum, took a little bite. Mm, See you later, Mr. Cow. Well, I guess that's what people are trying to do with growing shit in labs, right? Growing the meat in the labs. I've I've gone veggie again. Woo! How's it going? Yeah, fine. I did really want a burger, but that's the only thing that I crave, really. That's the only danger zone for me. And now all the McDonald's is closed and everything. It's actually... There's not much danger of that. I just love burgers. That's the only thing that I'll yeah. I'll really miss. Everything else, I did can... Did the Leon uh, vegan... I think Leon shit. Oh, I can't be bothered. <laughs> I'm telling you to do the joke. Get up and leave. She was just pointing, like, why aren't you? <laughs> do, a bit. <laughs> do a bit, for God's sake. Do a bit for the people stuck at home. I just think the Leon burger, they're just like, Leon's fine, but... We had that burger, the Chipotle vegan burger. I haven't had that specific one. Well, I had the Beyond burger. Listen, have that burger when they reopen and let me know. Right, okay. Henry VIII would 100% kill us for being vegetarians. He'd say we're witches. Yeah. And burn us. And he would also, like, the next time you feel guilty about anything, just think about the fact he killed 72,000 people. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. If anyone's feeling guilty about like not being able to get out of bed or struggling to shower or whatever it is that you got in your quarantine going on, at least you haven't killed 70. How many is it? 72,000 people. At least you haven't killed 72,000 people. Unless you have, in which case, we still love you. Oh no, we probably don't actually do. (laughs) In which case, we're doing you next week on the podcast. Please get in touch. Oh, well, listen. Listen. Thank you. That was Henry VIII, sort of. Sort of. We didn't really do it, did we? We sort of talked about him a bit and some interesting facts and how he... Parliament happened. He changed from Catholicism because he wanted to get divorced and therefore... We're not a Catholic country. That's quite fun. I love that you're just doing a kind of roundup because everything we said was so irrelevant <laughs> that you feel the need to kind of do a bite-sized. If you're studying in for GCSE and that's why you found us, don't worry about your GCSEs because the world's ending. So no, don't worry. Just become an actor. It's really easy. Um, super, super easy to get into. Super easy to make a living. There's no disappointment and... Um, are you being sarcastic? Are you saying sarcastic things? What do you think, Helen? Well, I don't know because... You don't know because it has been yeah, I mean, pretty I've, easy. I've, I've had quite going a good for you. time. <laughs> Speaking from my own experience, I think, go for it, guys. Well. All right. <laughs> thanks for joining us, guys. We appreciate it. Yeah. We hope you're safe and okay and... We love you. Love you lots. Bye. You've been listening to Bitchin', a podcast by Tilly Steele and Helen Monks. Our music is by Dave Cribb, and our artwork was designed by Luke W. Robson. Great Big Owl.